Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to One Love, One Connection, One Us presents Because I'm Happy. Um, I am your host, Arlene Cahet, and on the other line is my beloved hubby. You want to say hello? Hello, hello. I hope all is well. <laughs> oh, and he didn't introduce himself, but his name is King Teasdale. So before we get started, we are going to go ahead and get prayed in. So which do you think you would prefer to hear, the Anabakoa or the Lord's Prayer? Anabakoa. Okay. All right, yeah. we'll be right back.
Okay, and we are back, and tonight we are talking about Because I'm Happy. Now, you know, when we were coming up with the idea for the show, um, the I guess you could say the second part, Because I'm Happy, and the... Um, the first part of that actually should be, does your relationship make you sing? You had anything to say about that? Does your relationship make you sing, King? Make me sing so. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> It really, really does. <laughs> and it's been but doing that please, for years feel now. Feel free, don't don't let me stop you. <laughs> it really, really does. It makes me sing, and so, I, 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 I want to say that. Because I'm happy is an interesting topic because a lot of people don't recognize that happiness actually is a choice. Okay. I'll let y'all you got yeah, let, let them chew on, let them, hey. let, let, let them chew on you, that a little bit as we continue to move forward. <laughs> Okay, so um, when I was first getting into New Thought, um, I think it was, I, I, I think, yeah, it was the late Reverend Jack Bowling, and one of the things that he had talked about was that I believe one of the, uh, one of the parishioners had come to him and was talking about the the ch- challenges and uh, the challenges that he faced in his relationship with his significant other. Or maybe it was Jack, or it may have been some other minister, but I know that it was definitely at the Church of Today. And one of the things that he had told the, uh, you know, what he had uh, counseled the par- parishioner in was getting to the place within himself where he was happy regardless of the reaction that the significant other had. And that when, when he got into that place of truly embodying being happy and pleased with himself, that the relationship and dynamics of the, <laughs> the relationship dynamics would change. Well, the the this parishioner, who's a man, he did actually work on this. And what he began doing, uh, what he began doing is, you know, he began um, finding, being in a place of finding what joy he could find in his life and his experience and getting to the inner part of himself that was full of love and full of joy and things of that nature. And what, what began happening was that (laughs) what began happening, I, I don't know the outcome of this, but what began happening was when the when the significant other would get into her uh, into her yelling and screaming and things of that nature, and I, I will say this that this was a person who was beginning to get into new thought, but when she was getting into her yelling and screaming and and he would just he just went up to her, uh, kissed her on her cheek and said I love you, and 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 the person the person he was with kind of back back away from him and just looked at him like he was strange and and she you know the first the first time he did that uh first time that he did that 
he she actually looked at him and said, you know, that must be the that teaching that you're getting from that place that you're going to. Well, that's not going to change me. <laughs> but let me just say that the point of the point of what the minister was trying to relay and that this gentleman got to a place of actually mastering was that regardless of whatever came his way, that he did not lose focus and let his surroundings dictate how it is that he felt inside. Now, I I admit that that is something that's challenging. You know, because you know, if you if you allow yourself, you can focus in on on those things that that can make you miserable. And and I will say that in, on this planet, there just seems to be quite a bit of suffering. But but getting to that place of knowing the inner you, the knowing the God within, and being grounded and centered from that place of the God within you can get to your happy place. And my husband practices this all the time, and he's always cracking me up. You want to add it? <laughs> you want to add anything? <laughs> I, um, I, will, I will, because I have to admit, a lot of you may not know, but I lived a life of 20 years being a paramedic in the city of Baltimore, and I've seen a lot of things that can shift your emotional state. And have been affected in many ways emotionally, spiritually, mentally and physically because of relationships of all sorts, including the persons that you work with, including family, including coworkers, and people can choose to push your buttons. I came to a place of recognizing that I can choose whether I want my buttons to respond to them pushing them so I can disconnect from that experience. In the paramedic field, there was this thing called detached concern, which was a way in which when you encountered a situation that could capture you emotionally, um, you had to focus on the need, the action that you had to take in order to bring this situation to a different level. But you can't allow your emotion to step in and interfere with what you are purposed to do. But that is based on your intention and how you design yourself to operate. Because if you... Allow emotion to overpower your action or control your action, then you will find yourself out of place, out of character, and out of position. But when you recognize that you are the gift, you are the one who is empowered to choose the best course of action and set aside the emotional disconnect 
that can distract you from your purpose, you'll find that you can live a better life and respond in a better manner. The thought that crosses my mind is years ago, a friend of mine told me that people who play sports are well aware that if they can get into your head and say something about your mother or say something that will capture an emotion from you, it will distract you from the game. And that was their intention, to distract you from the game. Then you don't play as well as you should because your skill level is greater than what their skill level is. So they need to throw a monkey wrench in the situation so that it will throw you off your game so they can win and defeat you. And people do that in relationships as well. So you have to make the choice as to whether you want to be happy or you want somebody to control your emotions and have you be where they want you to be as opposed to where you choose to be. So I say all that to say When I came to a particular point in my life of recognizing what I did not want in my life anymore, I didn't want the distress, I didn't want the pain, I didn't want the heartache, I said to myself, if you don't want it, you don't have to accept it, plain and simple. So what is it that you want? I said, I want to be happy. And then it was like, well, then accept that. And move forward. And from that particular point in my life, I came to recognize that in choosing the position I want to be in, I, therefore, make a stand. And in making that stand to choose that position, I choose that no one move me out of my position. And that's why I like being happy because it's the best place for me. I enjoy being happy. I don't enjoy being upset. I don't enjoy being mad. And I don't enjoy being angry. Angry is a different level than mad. When I'm mad, I'm not thinking. And somebody could get killed. Trust and believe me when I tell you that. So if I'm angry, you you got a better chance. <laughs> you got a better chance of survival. <laughs> so I, I I I I think the 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 part that I find interesting is that you mentioned the tra- what they call trash talking. Um, uh, quite a bit of that takes place in the game of cards. And I always, always found that that practice really interesting because I think that that cards in and of itself is just for the most part, depending upon what you're playing, it's a game about strategy. And after a while, you know, people don't like playing with me because the trash talking doesn't always work because I will silently sit there and beat you because I... <laughs> But instead of instead of being in a in a happy place, what I'm in, I'm really in a, a place of, oh, you're not gonna knock me off my game. I'm going to decimate right. you by just playing two of spades over here. Oh yeah, I can beat you with that. I can beat you with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. And and I tell you what, uh, I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, you know, you you want to disturb some people. And, you know, you want to disturb some card players, you do that. You get a, all, all of a sudden you just get quiet and you just you just start quietly, start beating them. I'm telling you, it 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 is the best counteraction to that type of behavior. But <laughs> that, yes. that was a minor digression. <laughs> no, but it was good. It's a very good valid and valid point. Yeah. Yeah, but I I think that 
um, let's just put it this way. When you are when you are in a place of deciding to be happy and deciding to be joyful, then you have the tendency to attract joyful experiences. Um, it. I know that, um, and people are happy to see you coming. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, people people are happy to see you coming because you know um, the the joy in and of itself is um, a contagious experience. I've seen people on my job actually want to come to work because of that. You know, it's about having the right manners. And people have lost connect with manners. Um, When you have the right manners, when someone comes in, you greet them with a good morning. You know, you greet people with love in your heart. When you come to a place of recognizing that what you want is love, then what you get is love. When you come to recognize that not only do you want to have love, but you want to be loved, then love wants to be with you. It is a magical experience. And I've been kind of shy with the world for the most part. So Blog Talk Radio is actually one of the opening channels that I am beginning my spiritual journey and evolving to be the person that the world the world really needs. And I've come to a place of recognizing that not only am I rare and there's value in rarity, but I am also unique. And in that, I can sell that. I can sell that in a manner to which it's not that I'm after what you have, but I'm after inspiring you to want what I can give you. And that's a totally different experience because I have goods and everybody wants goods. And what you want to do with your life is you want to present yourself as a person having goods because when you have goods, People like that. When you don't have goods, what good are you? Wait a minute. Who said that? (laughs) Okay. I think that you said that. Or did you get it from somebody? Did you borrow it from somebody? No, no, yeah, I did say that. Every so often that happened. (laughs) (laughs) But it's something to think about. If you don't have good, then what good are you? Because you have been created to be of purpose in this world. And if you don't step into your purpose, then you are not stepping into your destiny. And if you are not stepping into your destiny, then you are not only being a disservice to yourself, but you are being a disservice to the world. This whole world is here as one unified field. When we look at the planet Earth, you can take a ball and hold it in your hand. Now imagine that that ball is the planet Earth. Now try to visualize this. That ball is the composition of 
millions of molecules and atoms, electrons, down to the minuscule aspect of science taking things apart so that you can see each part of that which is. So too is the earth. And when you expand yourself to the microcosm, you come to recognize that the earth is just a small piece of the universe that we are in. But you see how powerful the sun is. Think of this. That sun is merely a star. That star, which is our sun, is a phenomenal aspect of our existence. Yet, there are billions of stars, which means there are billions of suns, which means there are billions of universes, which means the earth is just a small, minuscule aspect of a gigantic unified field, the cosmos in and of itself. So now, as we've taken you that far out, let's bring you back real quick to that one cell that you were before you were conceived. And when that egg and sperm came together, they developed one cell that was you. The same thing is as the earth. That's how vast this whole experience is. But you have a choice as to what energy you put out. And that energy brings transformation. And that energy is what created you to be who you are today. Not just one cell, but trillions of cells. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick music break, and we will be right back. Change 
is to love you just so be nice and change your life. Like I did before, but 
the universe <laughs> means one song. That actually is the translation of the word universe. So music is a vibration that is has a harmonic element that we align ourselves to. And so I guess when she's in alignment with music, it makes us sing because she's an artist. And oftentimes, artists do not sing a cappella. They sing with music. And those who sing a cappella actually hear music in their head, and then they bring that out through the vibration of their vocal cords. So music makes her sing, makes a lot of sense now. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I, I don't really have any more to share on this topic. You know, is there is there anything else that you are... Um, that that you want to say, you know, before we get off the air. Yeah, I I just want to let people know that before I went off on that tangent, there was a comment I made that kind of said, what good are you if you don't have good? And I wasn't trying to offend anybody or bring anybody to a place of lowering their position because a lot of people in this world want to live in a place of complaining in a place of seeing things negatively and every situation that they encounter they find fault and it ruffles their feathers and it brings frustration when in actuality that's not what we're here to be about we are really here to be good. So I like the song you brought up. You know, be different. Be nice. <laughs> I promise it will change your life. You know? Because we are extremely valuable. The most important aspect in the universe is the single solitary soul of a human being. And a lot of people have been displaced and not have been displaced in recognizing that as the truth. But the most single, solitary, important aspect of this world is that single soul because it is so valuable and the vibration that it should emanate is a vibration of positivity. We live in a world that will toy with our emotions so that it will play off of the vibration that we have. Negativity draws negativity. Positivity draws positivity. When I think about how love is the most powerful expression of an individual, I see God by whatever name you choose to call the source of creation, I see God. And so I see God in all things. I see God 
as all things. And in so doing, everything comes to a place of its purpose, of its being, of its oneness, of its wholeness, and the harmony of life comes into play. And I think we have a harmonious relationship because of the positivity that you express and you are. And when we focus on the positivity of life, positivity just radiates all throughout everywhere and everything we do. So people are happy to see you. People desire to see you happy. Most people don't want to see you upset and don't want to see you sad. But if you get into a place like that, always remember these three words. Okay, four words. This too shall pass. So be different. Be nice. I promise you to change your life. <laughs> and I, I just want want you all to know, um, I'm going to leave with the song Believer. <clears throat> um, and, and the reason why is because uh, the reason that we are talking about this and that we we brought the subject up is because we've, we've been on the other side. Uh, we've been on the other side of the unhappiness and best believe that your pain will make you a believer. So, and when you, when you're going through the pain, I think I had an epiphany, you know, I, epiphany where I was like, you know, I, I have to. I'm, I'm. I'm going to live a happy life. I'm just. Right. You know. I just made that decision because you the a, discomfort you of the pain. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, and then the thing about it was when I when I had my when I had my waking or you know my awakening. I noticed that other people were in that in that pain too, and I was like, you know, we it's like it, we are there is sort of like this mass hypnosis of this of this pain, but at some point you're going to get tired of the suffering, and you're yeah. going to start in the path of being happy, and we can change this world from a world of suffering to a world of happiness. It may be yes. hard to see it right now, but I best believe that is the end game. Yes. Yes. All right. So we're going to call it a night, unless you have something else to say, honey. I love you, people. My love for humanity Aww, goes beyond I what I can too. possibly even express. And I love, I love you all. And I especially love you, Arlene, because you're my girl. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <Peyton. laughs> okay, we love you. We bless you. We appreciate you. We thank God for you. And we know that wherever you are, God is.
drainage from the veins Speaking my lesson from the brain Seeing the beauty through the... Yeah. <laughs> 